Hello, I'm Lisa Hilton, and I'm here to brighten your day. Each episode, I'll share three things that have brightened my day. It might be something I just learned. It might be a new kitchen gadget I discovered. Or it might be a new bottle of wine I uncorked. Then I'll invite a guest to share three things that have brightened their day. Our brains on positive are happier, less stressed, and more productive. Together, we're going to start a ripple of positivity that will spread. Let's go make some waves. Hi, friends. Lisa here. For Season 3, I'm focusing on the importance of social connections and the positive effects relationships can have on our happiness and well-being. Studies show that when we feel more connected to each other, we have lower levels of anxiety and depression. Each episode this season, I'll invite a guest whose connection and friendship has brought happiness into my life. Some I have known for years and some I've just met. My guest today is Tony Rosendahl. Tony and I met while participating in a mindset training workshop. (laughs) Now, before you get too excited, it wasn't like a Jedi training or anything like that. It was how to have an outward mindset for leadership. I loved when Tony was in my breakout group because he had interesting things to share and a great personality. You'll get to hear from Tony in a minute. The first thing that has brightened my day is seeing West Side Story directed by Steven Spielberg. It's streaming right now on Disney+. And I was curious to see what made this version special. 60 years after the first version was released, the film still resonates. Gangs, revenge, prejudice, they are still not the answer and people end up getting hurt. I already knew the story, of course, so I was watching it more for the interpretation. And it was so well done. I loved the scene early on in the store between Valentina, played by Rita Moreno, and Tony, played by Ansel Elgort. Maybe I was looking for it, but there was such a tenderness and wisdom in Rita Moreno's eyes as she played Valentina. I can't imagine what that must have been like for her after all these years to come back to West Side Story. It also took me back to high school when I first saw West Side Story performed on stage. Most of the guys who sang in my high school choir were in the cast as sharks and jets. I remember absolutely falling in love with the songs. Tonight, Maria, Something's Coming, The Jet Song, G. Officer Krupke, (laughs) Somewhere. It's music that touches you so deeply. And it also makes you laugh. And you go away humming the tune for days. Most people know that Leonard Bernstein wrote the music and Stephen Sondheim wrote the lyrics. And I can't help but wonder if Bernstein knew he was writing a Tony Award-winning score when he wrote those songs. You know, I remember reading once in grad school that when the famous opera composer Puccini wrote the last note of La Boheme, which is Rodolfo's aria to the dying Mimi, that Puccini laid his pen down and wept. I imagine Bernstein and Sondheim had some of those moments together writing that score, where they probably had to just put their pens down and take a moment. It made me think of a term I just heard for the first time called sad banger songs. (laughs) 
It was in an article in the New York Times called The Delicious Misery of the Sad Banger, which is music that lays sadness over pleasure. Songs that have lots of layers and make you feel deep feelings, whether it's elation or pain. Those are many of the songs in West Side Story for me. I get both a catch in my throat and yet goosebumps on my arms. I love those kinds of songs, and I'm grateful for composers who are still writing them. The second thing that has brightened my day is no No more masks. masks. Actually, I probably shouldn't say that so loud. No more masks. On March 12th, the governor of Oregon lifted the indoor mask requirement. I was more than happy to rip my mask off. I hate those things. My daughter, Aria, who has had to wear one nonstop at school, was a little afraid to take hers off. She didn't think it would be okay, but she finally realized it was, and she removed hers as well. I love that I can see people's smiles now. I love that I can see entire faces again. I am burying my masks deep at the bottom of my drawer, and I hope I don't have to take them out again for a very long time. The third thing that has brightened my day is the book Run, Rose, Run. I was listening to the podcast Work Life with Adam Grant, and he was interviewing Dolly Parton. She co-wrote Run, Rose, Run with James Patterson. I've read a number of James Patterson's books, Along Came a Spider, Kiss the Girls, and many of the Alex Cross series. So to hear that country legend Dolly Parton wrote a book with him made me very curious. I downloaded the book on my Audible, and I am loving it. It is a guilty pleasure. Dolly reads the voice of one of the characters in the book, and I'm not going to give too much away, but it's about a country singer who comes to Nashville to make it big, and she definitely has something in her past that she's running away from and something that she's running toward. Dolly wrote a soundtrack to go along with the book. It's really genius. Some of the songs that I love are Blue Bonnet Breezes, Driven, and Woman Up and Take It Like a Man. I love the drive and creative energy Dolly has. She's continually trying new things and producing new projects. To me, she's timeless. Back to the podcast, Adam Grant asked her if she had any regrets in life. And I loved Dolly's answer. She said, The only regret she has is that she doesn't have any regrets. Even if something failed, at the time, it seemed like the right thing to do. She learned from it and moved on. Now, that kind of attitude is what I think it means to woman up, and I'm ready for it. My guest today is Tony Rosendahl. Tony is the Managed Print Services Coordinator at Publishing and Distribution for the State of Oregon. In a nutshell, he helps manage printer leases throughout the state and all that that entails. Tony is dedicated to personal development and recently became a certified Leadership Circle Profile 360 coach. Tony is married and has two kids, Emma and Bodie, and a pug named Lola. His number one choice for fun is to see stand-up comedians live. Second is musical theater which his son Bodie has been involved in his entire life. And lastly, Tony is a self-proclaimed fantasy football nerd. 
He has been in the same league for 31 years with friends from grade school and middle school. Getting to know Tony has brought new insight into my world of leadership and development and a lot of laughs along the way. I'm thrilled to have Tony as my guest today. Welcome, Tony. Well, thanks for having me. Before I hear about the things that have brightened your day, please tell me a little about Lola. What do you love about her? Does she have any funny quirks? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, Lola. So she was a, she's a COVID puppy. We got her in March of 2020. So right when COVID was starting. And like you, we were on a wait list. But because of the craziness of COVID at first, some people canceled and there was a lot of uncertainty. So we got a call that she was available. We really wanted her because my daughter was going to have to come home from school, from college, and uh, figure we need a little bit of bundle of joy. <laughs> and so she has been, and she does have quirks. She's not like, we've had pugs before, but she likes to play fetch, which is really weird for a pug. <laughs> and she doesn't just like it. She loves it. She will hound you with a toy. Aww. And she will just go nonstop. But yeah, so she's really funny in that way. I certainly hope that when we get little Puggy Hilton, that our my pug and your pug, maybe they'll get to meet someday. For sure. Well, thanks for sharing a little. It's hard to change the topic from pugs, but I'm really interested to know what are three things that brighten your day? The first thing we're going to stay with Lola, because for the longest time during the pandemic, I wasn't working from home. I was doing something else pandemic related. So December 15th is when I finally started actually working from home. And so it's been hilarious. With Lola, she's kind of like my coworker now and she keeps me on schedule. Like when it's break time, she knows she comes over and harasses me till I take her around the block. Um, so it's just kind of funny because as soon as you do something a couple of times and she's like, okay, this is the new schedule and she'll roll with it. So she keeps me on that schedule. So I think that's uh, that's been really awesome to be able to have her as part of my work life. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that your pug has consistency as a strength. She keeps you on yeah. a routine. Does she have a favorite treat or something that, or is it fetch? Is that what you do to, to keep her happy? Well, fetch or uh, any dog food. She doesn't, we tried to train her not to have any extra treats, you know? I've heard that pugs like fruit, like berries, like blueberries or raspberries. Have you ever given her berries? Well, not really. We uh, She'll eat whatever, though. I mean, <laughs> it's the but we try to keep her off of anything. Uh, we've had pugs before and we've had pugs with weight problems before, <laughs> mm, yeah, <laughs> which right. is easy. So yeah. we're trying to be so much better with Lola um, this time around, our third time, you know, so we try oh. to keep her to a specific dog food. Yeah, <laughs> good. Well, to have her around with you for many more years. That's definitely exactly. going to brighten your day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, what's the second thing that's brightened your day? Well, the second thing is, like you said in the intro, uh, I just finished the Leadership 360 training. All morning, I've been getting uh, emails in my email box. It's all the post work that you do. And uh, so mm -hmm. it's other people that I was training with, you know, their follow-up to some of our assignments. And it's all just so positive, right? So <laughs> my email box, if I look at it, half the stuff is all this really inspiring, awesome stuff. And it just gets me to thinking about how, I mean, at least my perspective and my experience within the state has been so amazing. Um, the different organizations, like you and I met originally through Ascent Leadership. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing within the state's just awesome and puts more positive juju back into the workforce. And so you and I are also coaching for Ascent this year. So that's another thing that's just all this aspects of uh, being able to finally kind of give back, right? I've had all these yeah. positive experiences with the state. And so I'm now finally 
getting into position to give back. And uh, that definitely brightens my day. Oh, yeah. To be able to give back. It's additive, right? You're giving back makes you feel better. So you want to keep giving and keep doing it, which just makes things continue to get better. And it starts that ripple. I love that. Oh, for sure. And you know, it as the coach, we definitely get more out of it. I mean, the people get a lot of good stuff out of it, but I always feel like we get a little bit extra, you know, there's something, Mm -hmm. some extra thing that you get by helping. Yeah. It's a boost for me. And I know for you as well. And also the fact that now there's a camaraderie of coaches. So we even get to share our experiences and what we've learned and what we've tried and what worked for us. I'm curious, I'm kind of putting you on the spot, but what's one thing that you've taken back to printing and distribution that has been helpful in your role from all that you've learned? I mean, during the pandemic, I was so lucky to be going through a scent and uh, my role had shifted during that time to have to uh, deal with, you know, the state's response to COVID. So I had to do a lot of, uh, got thrown into some work environments that just like brand new and non-defined and with people from different agencies. And so um, that was the biggest thing, being able to still try to foster a positive environment while basically working in the most uncertain time ever. For me, the timing was amazing. That was then. And now I'm not even sure exactly how, but I'm noodling on somehow bringing some of the leadership 360 stuff to P&D to be part of our development anyway. And so that's kind of where I'm going to be focusing my energy. Well, and how you show up will affect others. And we're sort of co-creating positivity or at least positive energy or a learning growth attitude. So I feel like that's something that I take back to my agency as well. I look forward to our continued projects and uh, adventures together. They are brightening my day for sure. What's the third thing that's brightened your day? I'm a child of the what, 80s and 90s, right? So <laughs> when I was a kid, if you listened to music or anything, you had to put, you know, the Walkman or whatever. Right. Now, now, now we live in the most amazing age ever because we have Audible and Spotify. And uh, I, before the pandemic, when I first started in the Ascent class, I'd started like a a social media purge when I, I only was on Twitter for fantasy football stuff. Right. Okay. And then everything else, I was just bombarding myself with positivity. So whether it was when I'm on a walk, listening to audible, you know, you can listen to books wherever now it's mm-hmm. unreal. Uh, Spotify, you have podcasts or the creation of your own playlists, you know, how music can change your mood whenever. So if you're ever in a tough spot or something, I always like to try to just reset. And so, uh, the things, the tools we have at our fingertips now to just be able to affect our well-being is unreal. And yeah. so that always, just every day. So when I walk with Lola, I'll listen to either a book that's positive I'm into right now or um, a podcast or something. Yeah, it really can elevate our mood. It's so interesting you bring up the music. This morning, I was attending a webinar and I don't really know what was happening, but the presenter was having serious audio issues. So it was very like jerky. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, he just stopped presenting and he put on Farrell's happy song because I'm happy. And (laughs) I'm telling you, just listening to the, the song. Well, it's a great song, first of all. And listening to the words after a while, I realized who cares? So he had some glitches with his audio. This song is amazing and it makes me want to dance. And when he finally came back on, he had fixed the technical issue from his side. 
he stopped the song and we went on with the rest of the webinar. And I was like, I don't know if he had planned that, but I thought that is brilliant to just accept, hey, I've got an issue. I'm going to fix it. Let me put on some good music. Also, maybe send a little subliminal message to the people on the webinar that you're happy. You really are happy. (laughs) Yes, it made a difference and gave me better perspective. And it also just made me say, you know, everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has issues or a bad day. And let's just say, hey, we can fix this. We can do better and move forward. So that was a good lesson for me to to be reminded. We all need some kind of personalized hold music, I guess, right? <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, you just led me right to a question. So what? if you had your own personalized hold music, Tony, what would it be? Oh, man, that's so tough. Most of the time, I'd be probably choose that. I'm walking on sunshine. <laughs> I can't sing. But da- I, that was I'm pretty good. To get myself going, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's great. Hold music, walking on sunshine. Well, Tony, thank you for being a guest on my podcast. Thank you for making me laugh a little this morning. And thank you for brightening my day. Thanks for having me. Thank you for tuning in to Brighten Your Day. To be a guest on my podcast, email me at HiltonLisaB at gmail.com. That's Hilton with a Y. Special thanks to Clark Hilton for post-production. And special thanks to Chris Jones for composing the theme song.